To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's see if we can tidy up a couple of major issues that seem to be plaguing this country from an immigration point of view. One, the accredited employers scheme, which seemed to turn to a cluster. And two, the nurses, hundreds of whom are here seemingly but can't get any jobs. The Immigration Minister, Erica Stanford's in charge of all of this and she's with us. Good morning. Good morning. The pre-election stories of processing issues and discrepancies, uh, the right people, the wrong people, that whole debate. When you arrived and opened your portfolio, was all of that true? There were a number of things going on, but yes, the the employer-accredited work visa did have some serious issues in my view, meaning that it's just not fit for purpose, and I'll be taking some changes to Cabinet in, in the coming weeks, but... Of course, on top of that, you have to layer in the fact that we opened our borders. We had a brand new work visa that no one had used before. Uh, we had a brand new IT system that was uh, that, that visa was using, and we had a whole lot of of new immigration staff that were processing that. So, uh, as always, Mike, when the plane crashes, it's not one thing; it's usually a, a whole lot of things. And would I have uh, done all those things when we opened our borders? Probably not. Right? Can you fix it? We can. The very first thing we need to do and the, the urgent things we need to do are some changes uh, to the AEWV itself and then we will take uh, a, a long, hard look at it. We have a review coming up, but I can't wait that long, so I am taking a, a paper to Cabinet to adjust some of the settings to bring back in the teeth that we used to have, the levers that we used to have uh, in terms of risk, but also in, in, in terms of being able to uh, make sure that Kiwis are able to apply for jobs. It has been a very high trust model, this, this new AEWV, that's not fit for purpose. It doesn't give me the levers to be able to pull and push the numbers like we used to be able to do, which is why you're seeing this explosion of uh, uh, migration numbers. Okay. So were some of these, the people who got abused and the accredited employers, were these obvious jobs, if you look at it, obvious jobs from obvious countries that we should have seen the red flags on or not? Yes, they were. Right. And, so and why I, didn't we? I made, I made, well, the, the AEWV um, new visa um, wasn't set up in order to, I, I don't think, there's three gateways in it, uh, and there wasn't any one immigration officer having a view over the employer, the job check, and then the migrant coming in. So, And that was made clear in the Bestwick report, uh, and that's a, a, one of the clear failings of the AEWV system. But over the top of that, Immigration New Zealand put a, what's called a general instruction on, which is a, some additional rules for uh, immigration officers to follow, which meant that they really were not verifying documents, not assessing risk. And that's partly where things fell over. Like I say, there were a multitude of things. Sure. The visa wasn't fit for purpose. Okay. And then we also weren't assessing risk just to get people in the country. And that's where you saw an explosion of low-skilled people who were ripe for exploitation, and they did get exploited. Right. Talk to me about nurses. Are there a bunch of nurses in the country from overseas who can't get work? We're starting to hear reports of that. I'm concerned, though, and I think a leader have said this as well, um, that there are uh, certain uh, hospitals that are, are turning away nurses, and we're unsure of why that is. I mean, they're, they're coming here. They're doing a competency course from countries who need to do that CAP course. Uh, and they are ready to work. 
Uh, and we've brought in a lot. I mean, there's been thousands of nurses come into the country to fill that 4,000 gap. Mm. Um, so I'm, I, I, we've talked to Shane, I've talked to Shane Reese, and we're doing a bit more investigation as to why it is that uh, a nurse who's perfectly competent, uh, has been working all around the world, who has now done a competency course in New Zealand, sure. has been told that there's some sort of additional competency that they don't have. So we're looking at okay, that. Okay, well, that's interesting to hear to because I, I had the guy who runs Gore on earlier on this week on that very issue, and I probably should have pushed yeah. him harder because I didn't get an answer. He had 80 ED, ED is what he had a gap for, for a nurse in ED. 80 applications, not a single one of them, according to him, was suitable. I, I just don't know what he's looking for. Well, no, neither do I. Uh, and we've done everything that the sector asked us to do. We've put them on nurses on the fast track uh, to residence. Um, they have been on the slow track to residence. We've bought in a couple of thousand nurses uh, in the last year or so. Uh, and for people to turn around and say that they're not competent is uh, extraordinary. So a lot of people initially said it's language and culture and it's too Maori. Is, that, is any of that fair or are we being a bit racist? Well, look, I'm not sure about that. But the thing is with these nurses is that they are unable to apply for residence without, you know, they're unable to apply for residence without a job offer. And the same with the AEWV. They can't, uh, you know, get uh, um, their AEWV work visa without a job, uh, without a job. They can come in and do their CAP course, mm-hmm. uh, but they need that job offer. So it's not like they're here with residence and can't find a job. Uh, so... I, I'm not sure. That, so you uh, see, you're uh, now I, in charge of this, and, and and even you sound, you know, you you don't seem to have an answer, which is not a criticism of you. I'm just saying this yeah. seems to be a cluster. <laughs> the nurses, yeah. Well, we bought in two thousand nurses. Yeah, I know, but, 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 but what's the point of bringing so in two thousand sure people who can't get work? Well, we've heard from we've heard from one uh, one you know a hospital. I'm not sure that's the same across the sector. I've talked to the uh, aged care association. Uh, and I know that they've now been able to fill vacancies across the country. Uh, and, you know, w- what we're not seeing is the, the, the level of reporting of, of aged, care, uh, aged care facilities not right. being able to, uh, you know, have a nurse on 24-7, which they're required to do. So, you know, there are really good stories across the good. sector of, of us having filled in the nursing gaps. So okay, so sure you, were, you would argue, at least on some level, that we are making moves in the right direction and all the crises of labour and labour gaps are, are in some way being solved. Well, they are certainly starting to ease, and I'm hearing that from, from other parts of the sector. Okay. Is language, I get a lot of texts this morning from about something called WITT, which is the nearest I can work out is the Western Institute of Technology, which appears to come out of New Plymouth. Do you know anything about that at all or not? No, I don't. Right. So they say they recruit them from India, they can't speak English, English is the problem. Is that true? They pass the test in India. They say, do an English test in India, and allegedly they pass. They come here, they can't speak English, and so they're stuck in the country and they get turned down. Well, that's odd because they do the uh, English language test, or the tests that they do are internationally renowned uh, tests, and we use them right throughout the... uh, We're getting people to do um, their tests for residents. We use that that same test, and it it is extremely... Extremely good. I've never heard of any issues with it. I'd be interested to hear what what, what tests these people are sitting. But there is there's one or two uh, tests that everyone sits in order to get uh, right. either come in to do um, study or residence, and we've never had issues with those. So they're internationally renowned. While I've got you, put your education hat on. I thought Seymour this week spoke extremely well in front of that select committee. 
talking about the 80-year shadow of absenteeism. Do you share his concerns over the kids who don't go to school in this country and are we doing something material about it? I do share his concerns. Um, we have an enormous problem. And when you look at achievement uh, and you track achievement and attendance, they, they go hand in hand. We've got two sort of separate jobs. Seymour um, is looking after uh, the attendance package. I'm looking after achievement. But as I say, they go hand in hand. My big concern is the fact that we have been failing in achievement for so long that, that kids who are coming through uh, primary school and intermediate who are not at curriculum are losing confidence in their abilities. And I've always said this, why would you keep turning up to school when you don't have confidence, you feel like you're behind, and, and it's really hard. Human nature is you just don't turn up to the thing that you yeah. that you feel bad at. So my job is to make sure that 80% of our kids are at curriculum. So getting the curriculum right, and that's been a big part of our problems, making sure that the pedagogy or how we teach, using structured literacy, structured maths, and a and an explicit method of teaching, uh, and that we're assessing our kids along the way to make sure they fall, they don't fall. And I tell you, the one thing that we never talk about when it comes to attendance is actually the achievement and the, the confidence of our kids going through the system. So they can tell you if they're confident in their ability and they feel like they're achieving well, they will turn up to school. And I know that there are other issues that are, that are going on in terms of poverty and transport and other things that you know, we'll also look to invest in. But the biggest thing for me is confidence in their ability and making sure they're achieving. Good stuff. Appreciate your time very much. Have a good weekend. Erica Stanford, who is the immigration, as you heard at the end, the education minister. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.